You're listening to It Came From A Podcast, episode 27. It's March 20th, 2016, and today we're talking about Iron Giant, Lego Batman, Batman vs. Superman, FLCL, or Fooly Cooly, Voltron, and much more. So stick around. You came from a podcast. Joining me today is Christina and Michael Marie Skinner. I combined your names, Marie guys. <laughs> All right, that's the fusion. We're a fusion that's, now. I combined that's your names, fusion. and um, the reason I did that is because of Voltron, and that's something we're going to talk about a little later. But mm. you see how I tie things together? It just works that way. It's genius. It just caught me off guard. Yep. So uh, today we have a fun-packed family show for the kids out there. Um, I, I, I don't know why I said that last family thing. It may get a little violent. Uh, I, the reason I say it's going to get violent is because we're starting off with Microsoft's AI, and it's called Tay. Have you guys heard of that? Ooh, yes. Yeah, I heard briefly. I just saw like a bunch of stuff on Twitter about it, but I didn't actually know what it was until after it lost its mind. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He was basic. well, she... It was supposed to be an AI that was supposed to that's supposed to mimic the personality of a 19-year-old girl. Yeah. Yeah, and it got pretty ugly. It started off. She started off really sweet, um, like wishing the world uh, like a happy puppy puppy day. Yeah. Puppy day. <laughs> the reason it's so weird is because it's meant for teens and people in their 20s. So I, I guess for the most part, millennials. And um, what it does, it, it responds to conversations and it learns from them using keywords, which it then can repeat. So if you tell it, you know, hey, have a great day, it'll repeat to you. Have a great day kind of thing. Right. So right. I I don't know who thought this was a good idea. Because, Somebody that's never been on the internet. Yeah, pretty much. The the pro- I love this because this is a proof of concept as to why we should not develop AI, or at least keep it stupid. Oh, I feel I feel like we should develop AI. We should. It's a double edged sword. Well, how about we Terminator Two? <laughs> that's a possibility, but will it? Is it, is it really that bad? It, well, have the, you seen this yeah. new like skin latex that they have developed that like it literally looks like if you've seen uh, Ex Machina, it looks just like those robots. Like only the top part of their head is robotic. The rest of it looks like a human. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. yeah. But they've been developing like some pretty crazy looking skin for it. And I don't know. It's kind of it's, it's It's definitely scary. Um, so the reason I don't like it is because in a few hours, as soon as this launched and this AI was living on Twitter, so it was just pretty much like a profile. It came off, like I said, like a teenager, like a young kind of person. And a few hours in, it was already being racist and sexist due to all the mentions on Twitter. So people were, yes, exactly. Racism. But the problem is this AI pretty much learns off of the internet. And sadly, some of the worst parts of the internet cannot be ignored. So, of course, this is a good example of that. It's like, you know, I, I can't even say some of the things that happened, but uh, it worked out badly. But the next day, as soon as it was released the next day, it was cut off. It was killed off. It actually came back today for a little bit. It bugged out. It started repeating itself over and over and over again, and it's gone again. So that was a little weird. What, what was the experiment? Like, what were they trying to accomplish with this? Like, what is it they were actually trying to make so, it do? One of the well, things, mm-hmm, I'm sorry, go. Yeah, it's research-based. So um, they're, they're just testing it out and they're doing a lot of experiments all over. This was um, Microsoft running yeah, their they, experiments. Yeah. They're known for, for all kinds of crazy experiments. Um, what's sort of funny is that Microsoft had their own line of phones, and I say it had. I say had because, in a sense, <laughs> they're not really doing much with them now. It may cut off completely until they revitalize it somehow. But what they did is they had their own phone, yet a lot of apps for Android, 
which is extremely weird if you think about it. But the reason they do it is because that, ha you know, Android has the the amount of consumers you need to really test some of th these things out. And they actually release yep. a ton of apps. I do love how they experiment with things. One of the, this is not one of them, clearly, just because, um, it, you know, one of the tweets, just to quote one of the tweets, it, it, it said, Hitler did nothing wrong, exclamation <laughs> point. So that alone well, gives obviously. you a, a small <laughs> idea of how it is. The rest of the stuff, I honestly cannot even say it. Like, if I did, I'd have to beep out every single word. But it got Yeah, I read some of them, but they're pretty racist. <laughs> yeah, it was... I mean, it was over the top. And at that point, I thought that was perfect because, you know, all the geniuses in the world are saying, let's not let's be careful with AI right now because it's in a scary place. And, uh, you know, those movies weren't that far off from the truth. So this is probably a good example of that already going haywire. I mean, what are they going to do now moving forward? Like, they're just going to I mean, how do you not? have it pick up the bad stuff like it's kind of impossible there's no way gonna... yeah well what they want to do is they want to develop um emotional intelligence that's what they left out um so like it has like a, a right and wrong kind of in it yeah like it conscience yeah definitely right. so it knows what like it has a sense of morality so it could say like no that's bad i'm not gonna learn from that and repeat that it's it's kind of crazy because it mirrors like human consciousness nature. yeah it's yeah like that's that's the problem, though, is that makes you human. <laughs> the the issue being that if if it's AI, all it takes is a single bug to make it think. Okay, well, clearly the issue here is humans, so we must wipe them out. Hence Voltron. Yes. Ultron. AI, I said Voltron. AI is very. It's a very scary thought, but it's it's coming and. It's, yeah, it's inevitable. No, it's and already here to a certain extent. It's yeah, already exactly. here. Yeah, you see it everywhere. You see it. Um, like Siri, uh, even um, as far as something that, that I see every day, like in Facebook, if you tag a picture or you post, you have like an album, you make an, a photo album, automatically it tags all your friends. Like it's learned. like Identify faces. Identify faces and names. Um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's absurd. Well, you know what's crazy <laughs> though is the fact that there's a huge chance that the Lego Batman movie will be better than Batman versus Superman. And I would not have been able to say that a few months ago. I'm actually excited. The trailers are pretty cool. Um, I haven't seen the first Lego movie, only pieces of it. Really? And I love the what animation on it. Yeah, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen it. You're missing yeah. out, dude. Like, I've seen like a scene, like I was in a doctor's office once and they were playing it and I was actually really impressed with like when they shoot bullets, they're actually like little pieces from the Legos and stuff. And I thought the animation was cool, but I'm really excited for the Batman movie. It looks pretty funny. Yeah, the way I mean, you know what? The studio behind it, I completely forgot. I wish I took a note of that, but um they nailed this this mixture of 3D like CGI with actual props. Like Lego props. So yeah, so it, it well. Looks like it's it looks so cool. Yeah, it's so and well stylized. Judging by the trailer, it's going to be so funny. Already, I love Will Arnett. I love him so much from Arrested Development. Yeah, Will Arnett will be voicing Batman, yeah. And I love yeah. that. And um, I, I recently started watching him on Flaked um, on Netflix. And um, oh, so yes. he's, he's really funny. Um, and I think uh, he's a great magician, yes. He's <laughs> a great yeah, magician. So yeah. I mean, yeah. Arrested Development. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Right. I don't understand the reference. <laughs> it's okay, man. They're inside jokes. You don't know because you're not inside. It's cool because it no. literally looks like it's stop motion and it's, it's not. Yeah. I don't know. I thought, it was, I thought it was pretty clever how they've managed to turn these Legos into like an actual series now. So. Yeah, I love it. I, Lego, it's literally Lego everything now. I mean, there was I thought there was Lego everything when I was a kid, but now there's literally like Lego everything. Yeah, there really everything is. is yeah. Lego. And yeah. I think it came at a great time because um, with how badly Batman versus Superman did like with this trailer, Batman's kind of making fun of itself himself. It's just yeah. great timing. We needed the, that. So yeah, the, but this isn't the movie that everybody was hoping to replace Batman versus Superman. No, with. Of course. <laughs> I don't think it's like, don't worry, man, it's we suck, but uh, don't worry. The Lego movie's coming out. So we'll be, we'll be <gasps> and okay. it says it's coming out in 2017. So yeah, it's coming oh, out yeah, soon. Well, the, the, I think this has, the, they must have it's waited to show this because of Batman versus Superman. 
So I think they did it like right after the release. We yeah. got two trailers in one week and normally you don't see that. Now it's not because people don't like sharing content. It's just that it's a waste to put that much content out right away. But in a sense, these aren't trailers as much as they are teasers because it's pretty much Will Arnett, you know, voiced his, voicing Batman, just making fun of, you know, like a few things here and there. The second trailer actually had Batman referencing previous other Batman movies. So it's self-aware, cool. which I love because that sort of gives you an idea. I'm not going to give you any spoilers, Skinner, because um, in the in the Lego movie, you do get an idea of what's going on. So go oh, watch it. There's no trailer it. spoilers, right? Okay. Well, no, we can't. Oh, well, we can't spoil the movie for him specifically. I mean, oh, we can spoil care. the trailer. Oh, there's really no, nothing spoiled. We're on, you know, uh, no, no need to hide anything like on that. Sense or something. Don't spoil no. that. No, <laughs> no. My does. favorite thing was just Alfred in one of the trailers. Uh, he was just mentioning like every year that Batman yeah. was reincarnated in film, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and he he had to have mentioned like at least fifteen years, uh-huh, like yeah. pretty recent. So it just makes fun of itself. Well, yeah, he even like, mentioned this one. He even mentioned Batman vs Superman, which was cool. Oh yeah, yeah. He says twenty sixteen. Well, the thing so. is. Um, there was no plot details. It was definitely a teaser. And um, I actually love that, to be honest. Le- the Lego movie, I got some details as to what was going on. But even without it, I still would have watched it. It's just, it looks so gorgeous. It really does. And, um, you know, one thing that I really believe in is that it's just comedy. It's great comedy. And it's something that DC is in desperate need of. It can't, I mean, DC is just in this state right now where they cannot. Make Just fun taking of them themselves too seriously. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But is is DC the one that's completely backing this, or is it like because Warner Brothers? Like a lot. Of, uh, yeah, I was just because a lot of DC characters were in the original Lego Movie, but it's not like a DC movie. So like, mm-hmm. well, remember Batman is completely DC. It's just that. Well, yeah, I, it's, Batman is. I, well, really what I'm saying is not that, you know, hey, this is DC's fault as much as, you know, it's like a group of people working together and whatnot, of course. But it's just one of those things where I'm happy to see a funny, lighthearted version of Batman like I did here. Because I've, I don't think I've ever seen him that way, you know? Yeah. I feel like they were sure. using this these trailer um, teasers yeah. as a sort of parachute for the movie Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. That's that's my my thought of it. Well, we're actually going to talk about that a little bit because it is in the news, and that is, of course, that um, the box office for the first weekend came out, and it's one hundred sixty six point one million dollars for the first weekend. Well, I just said that right. twice, uh, which actually it's a bit less than the projected one hundred seventy million. Not off by that much, to be honest. And I feel like it may slow down right after that because of how not only critics were bashing it, but now fans are bashing it. And uh, it's, a, it's a weird thing. Did you guys both see it? I know you saw it, Skinner. I think I saw it in the same theater yeah, with you. We, we also, I think we all saw it in the same theater. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what? Completely forgot Christina was there. Completely and forgot. And it was accidental. I forget about it, but yeah. Thanks, thanks Sergio. Appreciate I'm sorry. That. No, I apologize. He's like, did you see it, Skinner, when you were sitting in front of me? No, you know why? It's because Christina sat on the other side yeah, of the theater. Sat, yeah, she sat. She came with other people, so she yeah. was too cool. <laughs> so, um... Did you guys think it was – we're not going to do a review on the thing. We're going to probably do a, sh- a special on that because it deserves it. But did you guys think it was bad or would like would you recommend it to a friend? Let's say that. Whoa. Um, I would definitely tell – if someone's going to see it or if someone's a fan of um, these movies, superhero movies and Batman, definitely watch it and definitely watch it in theaters. <laughs> You don't really have to watch it 3D at all. Like, yeah. There's no need for 3D. I, I found 3D a little annoying. Um, but, yeah, watch it. It was entertaining, um, but it wasn't, like, don't have high expectations for it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. How about you, Skinner? <laughs> um, gosh, like, as much as I didn't like it, I don't want to say that, I wouldn't recommend somebody to go see it. That's a little, that's, that's pretty harsh. Um, I think if you're into that stuff, you, you have to see it no matter how bad it is. Like I knew green lantern was going to be bad, but I had to see it, you know, like I had to see, okay, like, let me go look at this movie. Um, I think it's a movie that's just like, it's going to connect to some better movies. So I feel like it's just a movie 
that you need to see, even if it's, even if it's just a segue, just for you to understand references in future movies that will be hopefully better than this one was. Um, but I didn't I didn't really care for it. That the, the ending was cool. There's a couple characters that caught my interest, but I just thought it was too slow. I thought that uh, it took a little bit too long to get to the the punch. No, no pun intended, but it was just. I don't know, a little stale at the beginning for me and uh, a little confusing. Even me, who's like a comic guy, I, I was kind of like scratching my head a couple times like, wait, what were they trying to say here? So um, mm-hmm, I don't yeah. know, for the average person, I'm actually surprised how many, like my family and stuff who's not really into comics, like people were like, oh, it was really cool. Like, I'm like, really? Like you understood what was going on? Like, I don't know if people are like... I think they were just entertained. Like, there was explosions. There's cool things to look at. They introduced Wonder Woman, and she was was really interesting. I I must say, um, I can't wait for her movie to come out. I hear there's a movie. Yeah, no, guaranteed. We're going to have, like, full... Fully decked out, move, like solo movies for everyone. I think Ben Affleck is actually going to either. I think he's writing the next Batman solo movie. He's writing so. and he's direct. He's he's writing and starring in his own Batman movie. And I guarantee I you, after after That's sad Ben directly. Affleck, I don't know if he's after sad, sad Ben Affleck, like you know, he's gonna be like dedicated to this right now. So. I, I actually am willing to see it. So, anyways, I, I don't want to talk anymore about BBS as a review or you know like about that because uh, we're gonna go back to the box office. Um, it took 250 million to produce this movie, so I honestly think they're gonna make their money back and maybe a little bit more. The the reason for that is because, in my opinion, this is the definition of a popcorn flick. This yeah. is the kind of thing that it's just explosions. It's like eye porn. Mindless. Mindless. Most Snyder's porn. That's Snyder, what he's good at, eye porn. Well, yeah, I guess guess we can use that. It's just, it's eye candy. It's eye candy. It just looks beautiful. I mean, I think it was shot amazingly well. The intro scene was just like, I was just jaw to the floor. Like, I just could not, I loved how they killed off Batman's parents. It just looked so beautiful. Um, oh, spoiler, man. Batman's parents died. What? I know. Jeez, people haven't seen the movie, man. I'm telling you, yeah. How are you going to talk about his parents? That's just the least, trust me, I don't think there's a single person who doesn't know that they die, even if they don't know who Batman is. But anyways. I just like that both his parents were from Walking Dead. That was my favorite part. Yeah, exactly. If you don't watch Walking Dead, you won't mm-hmm. understand. No, I do. But both his parents are actually actors from actors and actresses from Walking Dead, but. which is anyways. interesting to say the least. But um, anyways, that aside, this is still the second biggest debut for Warner Brothers, um, and this is something we're going to talk about a little bit more on off the watch list, which is uh, sort of special. What we talk about these movies, and uh, we'll we'll bash it and say how much we love it as well in a weird way in there. So make sure to keep yeah. an eye out for that, guys. Um, that aside, let's move over to the next topic, which is. Voltron. Have you guys seen Voltron growing up? You have to be honest, by the way. I have not. I know what he is, but that wasn't that wasn't my my cup of tea when I was growing up. I was more into Beast Wars. I loved Beast Wars, yeah. How about you, Christina? Stuff like that. I would watch like through my like with my peripheral when my brothers were watching. So I remember like his build and stuff, but no, like I'm not a fan. I, I can't recall an episode. You, you know what's funny to me is that like I I still to this day will watch I still to this day will watch 80s shows. Like I love I'm a huge He-Man fan. Like I, I still watch it right now. But See, I didn't grow up. I was born 89, so I just missed like all that. No, no, so. same here. But I they still aired it because I had public television, so they would actually okay. show that stuff. But one of the things that I never really actually had the chance to see was Voltron. I had toys, but I didn't grow up seeing it. I, I watched random little episodes here and there, but it's sad to say that uh, I didn't see it, and I'm going to actually catch up because of it now. But I yeah. love that they're rebooting this because Netflix is now... They're now known for taking classics and, like, playing with I our nostalgia. Yeah, and just, like, bringing it back. They, they do not let our memories die. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. So it's like... Right, so that show's over. Full House, it's over, okay? They're all grown up, and it's like they give them that potion or something, and they bring back the dead, and, you know, it's it's weird to say the least, but um, nostalgia is a hell of a it. thing. I mean, all, the, all the Netflix originals and stuff have been actually, the ones that I've seen, and I know there's many more that I have not seen, but for the most part, like, they do a pretty good job. Even if I haven't seen it, I read reviews and stuff, and 
all the things say like, oh, this show's amazing, this show's amazing. So Netflix is pretty top notch when it comes to getting the right yeah. people to be on their projects, which is awesome too. That's also very exciting knowing yeah. that you'll have a good team behind this revival, you know? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Netflix um, is king. Like they're amazing. They're a great business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like well, I was reading about the CEO the other day, but that's mm -hmm. a different topic. <laughs> no, that's no, fine. Either, well, either way, let's just talk about DreamWorks because DreamWorks animation is actually behind this. So I was extremely okay. excited to see that. Did you guys see the trailer though? Well, yeah, I think it, yeah, it is amazing. Yes, many times, many times. Yes. So I didn't think it was at the level of DreamWorks animation, but it definitely screams faster production because it has that. Well, mm -hmm. no, no, go ahead. You can finish. I was, I was just it has that style of it has that style of anime that's like a three D model that's textured by hand illustrated like kind of textures if that makes sense yep. you know what i mean mm -hmm. this is like a yep. good shortcut that people take if you watched animes like the latest you know like maybe in the last 10 years anime has started incorporating 3d elements for the simple fact that it's just faster to produce than drawing you know frame by frame and it looks cool oh, when it's for fixed. Sure. yeah it can look good i just as someone who knows it i i sort of i see it i see it more for that than the the, the style itself but i mean it still looks good though what I grasped from it, um, I think it would have been weird to have it as like a, for example, because like how, how to Train Your Dragon is also DreamWorks and they're also coming to Netflix. So like if you would have taken like that style of animation, very like Pixar looking, I don't think it would have been right. I think that it's cool that they stuck with this traditional look, you know, like yeah. it's obviously updated, cleaner and like newer, like it's fresh, but it still attributes to like what the original was in the sense that it's hand drawn, you know, like you don't, you didn't completely just turn this into like you know, a completely new thing. You know, people who, who grew up with Voltron will still be able to be like identify with it and see like, oh wow, like it looks new. But, like kind of they, they just redid Sailor, Sailor Moon recently, yeah. And like they kept the same animation, Sailor Crystal, they, right? Yeah, but they cleaned it. But they cleaned it up and they made you know all the transformations are like more elaborate. Like I like that they they kept it to what it is, but they also Revent. expanded on, yeah. on what it could be. So. Yeah, and I mean, so also as a heads up from what um, the press release had, uh, this is going to be a pilot's like the pilot's backstory is what we're going to focus on in this season, and uh, the season consists of thirteen episodes, and they're all going up on June tenth. Which, by the way, I that's love awesome. that. I love that that's so much. That's my favorite Netflix feature. Ever. Uh, yeah, I have to say page. that's like Here you go. I can still see how people have problems with it, but I love it to death. I mean, it just oh, looks so awesome. So it's just good. great to see, you know, to know if I was you still, have like, everything on week already. Two of Daredevil, I don't know what I would do with my life. I, I would literally be like on episode two right now, waiting for next week. So the fact that I'm able to <laughs> watch me. all of them. Yeah. Um, all right. So now we're going to go over to thing of the week. I'm not saying it because Ricky's not here, but we're going to leave that as a, an exclusive thing that he does. So uh, okay. what I'm going to do is just Ricky. <laughs> what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to quickly <laughs> say thing of the week. And then just toss it over to someone. So, Christina, what is your thing of the week? Well, my thing of the week is the curvy Barbie. And oh. <laughs> I had to say I'm the girl, so oh. I have to bring up a girl well, for our, our lady viewers. <laughs> for the lady viewers. For the lady viewers. No, but this is, like, for everybody. But um, the reason why I found... Um, it's so interesting is because they actually, um, they, ha they introduced Kirby Barbie and they gave the doll to, uh, to these girls and then yeah. they left the room and they, and the girls didn't know that they were still being watched. <laughs> and, um, when it sounds extremely in, creepy, by yeah, the way, it sounds a little creepy, but, um, <laughs> when the kids didn't know they were, they weren't being watched, they were they were making fun of the doll. Like, they were making fun of her body. But when the adults came back in, they were like, oh, you know, um, I'm glad they're making this doll um, to represent other body types. So basically, kids are full of BS. Okay, well, that's well, extremely offensive to children. <laughs> All the children watching. Here. Sorry, children. No, but... Um, it kind of, um, I believe, teaches us um, two, two things. Um, that these dolls are important uh, to have dolls to represent different body types um, because there is such a, like, 
like in our society, um, only like sin is in basically. So I thought that was important. Yeah. And the other, the second thing is um, that you can't take things um, by face value. So like if you read a piece of research or you hear, oh, um, people are saying this or that, like sometimes they're just saying it because they know they're being recorded or they know they're being watched or whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. I, I think it's definitely something that um, it's, it's tough to explain to kids because this is a society thing. You know, this has been around before us long or before us you know the perfect body thing the perfect body image kind of thing it, it's something that's very difficult to explain to kids and you have to be extremely sensitive with kids when it comes to body image but yeah. you know it's not only barbie too like i look around me and every almost every single toy i have has like a perfect mold you know what i mean like it's based yeah. off of uh you know like superheroes in general right so i i completely get what what, what you mean with that and um i i think it's it's definitely something that is helpful for kids because then if they start accepting it, Oh, look, this is more common. Like, you know, more Barbies are doing it. I can see how that kind of thing can really help change the view that these kids have, especially if their parents don't have it. Yeah. And I think, um, another important thing we should be teaching kids is just that it's fantasy. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Skinner? What's your thing of the week? Well, the topic of fantasy, um, so some pictures surfaced uh, either yesterday or the day before, sometime this week, of um, Disneyland Shanghai, which has been, like, a pretty big production. They've actually cut, like, a bunch of budget from, like, uh, the other Disney parks, like, here in Orlando. And um, they've been using it to, like, fund this ginormous park that they're building in Shanghai. Really? And, I didn't uh, know they were taking the funds from it. Yeah, they um, cut. I know. I know a lot of employees over at Disney. They've been cutting their hours, and you would think Disney has enough money. Oh, but, you know what? Yes, I think that actually makes sense as to why they're importing people from been, other yeah, countries. Importing, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're doing a whole bunch of that stuff. Like they've been trying to, I guess, stay on their budget because they're way over budget. But the park is beautiful. I mean, uh, the, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but pretty much they had a drone fly over and just take these aerial shots, and it's huge. I mean, it makes Disneyland look like the fair. <clears throat> like the regular oh, wow. Atlantic Cali, it's it's tight, you know, it's huge, and the castle's very cool, very traditional looking, and I don't know, I'm just really excited. I'm a big Disney big Disney person, so like I really thought that it was cool and amazing that we have these drones now that could literally just fly over and take all these oh yeah of like secret pictures, you know, DJI but, um, man, that's where it's at. Yeah, but it's 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 pretty impressive if you get around to looking at the pictures. I mean, you could see you know uh, the, the amount of square space that they're using for this, and it's huge park so it's really cool aside from it being beautiful like is it going to be an english park or is it going to be no no, i guarantee you they're going to have yeah they're going to probably have english speakers you know like people speaking english in their languages yeah but it's probably going to be tailored towards you know its location with people knowing english in addition just for the most part that's how other countries are now you know like everyone has to know at least some type of english because it's just you know America, I guess that's right. Everything you need. Well, yeah, I was post. I posted on one of my social media things, and I was like, "Oh, who wants to go with me?" Like as a joke, and a friend of mine who lives in Orlando, she's like, "Oh yeah, my friend is going there. Like he's going to be working there." And I'm guessing by her friend, it's somebody that lives in Orlando. So I guess they're sending people over there, and that's kind of a crazy opportunity to mm-hmm. go yeah. from Orlando to Shanghai to work. You know, they need to imprison them in the small world side of America. <laughs> oh. Sergio, always but, scaring everybody. But I will say this. First day, I not busy. <laughs> no, Sergio, I will say this though. The truth. I will say this. I although I I'm sure it looks beautiful. First off, what is shocking to me is for someone like Disney to say we're over budget. Do you know how much money they make? It's just if you look into it, look at any documentary and they'll talk about how I mean, they get Coca-Cola yeah. products and like all this. You look into those things. They make so much money. So when they but when like, they say they're going over budget, you it must be for astounding reasons. Yeah. But listen, like I used to go to Disney almost like once a month until recently. And what? Wow. yeah, I used to go a lot. But um, I just. Every time I go there, I always grab somebody, one of my friends, and I'm always like, look, think about every individual thing that they sell here and, like, the things they need to buy here, like fireworks that they have to send off every day, all the products they have to bring in every day, all the flowers, all the people they have to pay. Like, whoever's doing all their numbers and stuff, like, their budgets have to be ridiculous. Like, um, Oh, yeah. And another thing is, like, they don't share – Disney parks don't share funds with uh, the movie – 
you know, movie stuff. So, for example, the Avengers and all the stuff that's been coming in, it's Disney's profit, but they are not using that towards the parks. The parks are yeah. their own separate thing, entity. So, um, I don't know. I think it's interesting because, I mean, you would think that they just have billions of dollars laying around, but, I mean, evidently, like, I guess... Well, remember, they're going to have a lot more money bank. when they replace all their employees with animatronics. Oh, yes. It's <laughs> very true. And, and the tickets for the park, the opening day, which is June 16th, they already sold out. So I have a feeling they'll be making their money back pretty quickly as soon as that park opens yeah. up. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how successful yeah. it is over there. Can yeah. we talk about how everything just sells? Everything that's worth watching or going to just sells out in a matter of minutes. Yeah, it's a new oh, thing. Yeah, of now. course. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't tickets you want so to give your money to people before you get anything? It just doesn't yeah. make any sense why you wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> true. But I will say the pre-orders. Yeah, I agree with you. The pre-orders have become like such a common thing these days. Just this is, say you're the like, first one. Yeah. We like saving our spots. You know, it's just it's just a very common thing now, especially with people going as crazy over like just theater in general. That's the main thing I use it for, and to pre-order products here and there. But it's and just you feel yeah, exclusive. You feel like oh yeah, I got I got tickets. You know oh yeah, I got. This new, uh, I got the iPhone first. Yeah, oh, it sold out when you went. Oh, I got one. You know, it, it's just like it boasts, like it's like a prideful thing, I guess. Like people like like to be first, that's why they pre-order it and wait in line. Like, why do you wait for Comic Con tickets? Because you want to say you went, right? You want to go and be like, oh man, like I was there. Oh, you saw it on the computer while well, I was there. So like, I don't know. I think there's a lot of reasons why people definitely get a high off of it, guaranteed. Yeah, I think that's you know not the, fun, not the main reason, but. Since now we can purchase things online, like for something like the Disney um, Park in Shanghai or, um, I don't know, Lollapalooza, I wonder if they have, like, like a robot, like, ordering these tickets so then they can resell them. I don't know. Uh, you never know, dude. That's the, that's the hard part. You never know. You know what? It's like voting. Like, elect- like voting electronically. It's like... How do you know that this vote is being counted? You know what I mean? Like, and then you can really get into that and just become paranoid. Just start put wrapping oh tinfoil around your yes. head. Illuminati confirmed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, thanks for asking, guys. <laughs> My thing of the week is the Iron Giant <laughs> Ultimate oh. Collector's Edition. <laughs> so, um, I've been talking about Iron Giant on this show for, I think, maybe like five episodes now. Since I knew you. Oh, yes. really? Like Iron ago. Giant is so beautiful. It is, I think, yeah. by far so my so favorite animated film. It really has to be because I just love it so much. Now, the thing is, one of the things I mentioned before, it's just it doesn't get the credit it deserves. So yeah. when I, I heard about them bringing it back to select theaters, I freaked out. And as a major fan, I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to get tickets. Um, I don't know so why. Exclusive. I know. I that's know. what I'm saying. We were just talking that's about top. that. You're not exclusive. I know. And he just said, "I love, I love getting." Trust like, me, I know. <laughs> but so uh, they now what happened is after that, now they talked about releasing it on Blu-ray for the first time. By the way, that is a massive oh. crime. Like Blu-ray, I can't believe they haven't released it on Blu-ray. Now, the reason that's such a big thing is because that means they have to remaster the thing. They have to remaster it to look good, right? So this this is going to be fully remastered and enhanced with two additional scenes, which I'm going to like scream. Oh wow! Like, like a little girl, you know. <laughs> two a little additional girl. scenes. I'm telling you. Oh, well, listen, oh, it's, no. it's 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 <laughs> hand awesome. hand rendered <laughs> first like off. Hand rendered. I'm telling you, dude. If I asked you right now to give me a minute worth of animation, I guarantee you would ball, turn into a ball and cry to death over that kind of work. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's my thing. It's um, also going to be available in a signature edition, which is a nice, fancy way of saying the cheapo version of the Blu ray. Um, The Ultimate Collector's Edition comes with a bunch of other stuff, which you're most likely just going to put on a shelf because I, you know, I'm I'm telling you from as someone who has experience, I still have all my Batman movies over there. Things on their shelves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's out this year, September 6th, and uh, it'll also include a new documentary that's called The Giant's Dream, which I can't wait to see. Oh, wow. I'm so excited for this. I'm telling you, look, Skinner, have you seen it? Please tell me you've seen it. I have. I saw it projected on, like, outdoors projected on a wall. Like, it was, and it was beautiful, like, that 
So I can't wait to see it on Blu-ray. Oh, and I hope they re-release it in theaters. Wait, you haven't seen it? No, you have to. Just kidding. Just kidding. I was going to say, dude, if you haven't seen the Lego movie. I, I get <sighs> excited. I don't know. I get excited when someone hasn't seen a film I really love. Because I'm like, oh, my gosh. You have to see it. And then you have to tell me about it. We have to talk about it right after. No, know. trust me. I know. Um, all right. So thing of the week's out of the way. We have a few more things to talk about before we wrap it up. Um, one of them being FLCL. Do you know what that means, Skinner? Uh, yeah, Fully Cooly. Um, How about uh, Christina? Very, very I know. I know. I know about it. <laughs> so Fully Cooly, I think, is one of the few anime that really pushed me anime. into anime. I like this. I like the really like the par one. So they're anime. It, the way you spell it is A N I M E H. H. Yeah, they're anime. The H is Japanese. <laughs> well, oh. The colors and the music is gorgeous. Yeah, Just beautiful. Cooly. Yeah. So I it's one of. I got into Fully Cooly when I first started getting an anime, and I didn't understand it. I was like, "What is going on? Why is there a spaceship coming out of his forehead? Like, what <laughs> happening?" <laughs> But I went back and watched it again, like, after I was more, like, well-rounded in anime, and uh, it was... Yeah, I need it on, please. Thank you. Yeah, um, the, the, reason it, the reason I love it is because as someone who's who's grown used to these cartoons that I grew up with, anime has the ability to be the complete opposite of what you see. Like, it's just, you know, it's just a... Cr- it's six episodes, first off, and they're completely over the top. And it is hilarious. It was one of my favorite series because not only the style, but there was actually a good chunk of story in there that I could never find anywhere else. Like, I don't think there's anywhere else where I can find that a a story where a kid has something growing out of his forehead. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's just so random, but I loved it to death. And one thing that they keep bringing back is Dragon Ball Z. Like, have you guys seen the, the, the latest iterations of Dragon Ball Z? Super. Uh, I heard Perfect. it's mediocre. Yeah, exactly. That's, it. It's it's crap, in my opinion. I think it's crap. Mm-hmm. It's just because now they're at god level, and it's like, okay, so how do you keep how what? And now they're gods, oh, and they suck. Anime. It just doesn't yeah, make any you sense. Can just throw anything out there, and then that's, people are gonna that's everything play it. now. Any any ongoing series that you could talk about that's like in like chapters like four to five hundred in manga, it's like they're just oh, gods, yeah. and like they're just making stuff up. They're that's just, why I don't. I like. These short, shorter series better. I feel like I agree. They, they get to the point. It's like wow, it ended. Like that was a cool end. High five. Yeah. <laughs> same, yeah. same thing. As opposed uh, to just dragging it out, it's like I've been reading Naruto for like seven years. Why is it still happening? I don't. That's yes, what I'm saying, thank though. You. Oh my god. If you keep it going, what happens is it's at that point just for the money. Like, literally, there's no other reason. And this is what's happening to TV sometimes, too, where it's like there's no end in sight. And I think that sort of makes it seem like, well, you know, it's like if when you have a book and you can you can check by the size of it that you're like, oh, I can read this within, a, you know, a small amount of time. But then if you see a book that's just like you open it and there's no way to tell how big this thing is that's like sort of naruto in a sense because how many how many episodes were they in just the anime not the manga it's like right. an infinite amount like i remember yeah. i was like okay let me but see what like this is all about now is and i can't stand it it's like a new thing now that they just just have these ongoing series with no end in sight and it's, it's frustrating because you just, can feel them pulling it like out of a hat like yeah. they're just like oh they're just here like squeezing like all the juice in that that lemon basically. it's really yeah it's really there's just pushing as much out of it as they can before you know it collapses on its own weight and um the reason i i wanted to bring that up is because this is sort of the complete opposite this is like okay what kind of a story can we tell in six episodes and you really leave there's two seasons confirmed right for fully coolly so yeah so Uh, we have so it's um well first off it's um it's adult swim plus production ig which is known for ghost in the shell which, by the way, I'm also a huge fan of. And yeah, um, they're making, yeah, two new seasons and six episodes each, again, following that same formula that sort of worked so, awesome. so well for them. Um, and, you know, the, like we just said right now, the reason I love that is because you can have – you know that, in my opinion, a, a good story is written from beginning to end, right? As in like, okay, so then you fill in the blanks or, you know, you can work around that in many ways. But this leaves you feeling fulfilled, it's not like open-ended where you're like, I have no idea where the characters went. I have no idea what, you know, use your imagination. I, I, don't, I personally don't like that. So that's why I love these shorter versions of anime. Mm-hmm. But like very complete. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm, ex- um, I'm excited for that. Like, I think we need more, more content with like creative integrity, I yeah. guess. No, of course. Yeah. So that's true. I'm I'm just curious as oh, yeah. as to where they'll go with it because um there's it's the same war again with medical mechanica and uh, fraternity which are like the the huge entities that are like at war with each other and um now what's happening though is we're having a new character Haruko returns to help her unlock her secret Haruko being the psychotic weird I don't know if she's psychotic or if it's a she the alien herself or itself. Yeah, yeah. But there's no word on Naota. So it is a continuation then. It's sort of a continuation, yes, but with the alien going somewhere else to someone else to unlock a different power. So uh, I'm no confirmation on the old characters yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if we saw um, something happen with that. Yeah, and, well, they'll probably do like a little tribute to like, you know. Like little yeah. cameos. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, the best part, it only took 16 years to get to this point so to season well, two that's it. That's um, only yeah and it it's gonna premiere in adult swim on the tsunami block by the way which is pretty awesome in late 2017 or early 2018 so you know the second one sounds got, good but got, it's probably worse got some time yeah <laughs> uh so that actually covers the, the big topics for today and then we have two last two little things on the side that we may as well get out of the way just to say hey we talked about them, okay? That's why they're on the show yeah. notes. Um, the one thing, I don't know if you guys saw it, but since we're talking about anime, um, Pacific Rim had this, uh, some, some guy on, on Vimeo made this Pacific Rim anime intro. Did you guys see it? Nope. I haven't even seen Pacific Rim, to be honest with you. Oh, dude. Oh, so much don't hate fight, right now. This is so funny. Don't fight me. So- this is like, oh, dude. Nobody fight me, please. The cringe, my cheeks, dude. Oh. I know the whole like the Pacific Rim soundtrack because of my nephew, and I'm a fa- like I I'm dying to watch Pacific Rim because oh. Guillermo del Toro is one of my favorite directors. Yeah. But I haven't what? I haven't I haven't <laughs> yet. But I've heard the the soundtrack. Like, I well, you guys have homework, and I guarantee you, once you watch Pacific Rim, if you like anime in general, you're going to love Pacific Rim. Especially if oh, you like, yeah. you know, Evangelion or anything like Gundam, anything with mechs in it, you're going to love it because it's just funny, an amazing. Funny story. I have, a, I have a friend who her brother has a like, it's kind of off topic for a sec, but he has a an amazing theater built in his house. And it's the best 3D I've ever seen. Like, I've been to a million 3D. I've been to Disney, all that stuff. But like this 3D projector he has is like out of this world and we didn't get to watch the whole movie but he just to show it off he just put the opening sequence from pacific rim so it's all i've seen is the opening sequence but when i tell you that it was raining inside the room like the rain is falling inside of the room throughout the whole fight and there it's a whole water like they're in the ocean battling yeah. but it was that's the way i need to watch pacific yeah, rim. I, yeah I have the 3d like one as well insane I've only heard great things about Pacific Rim, and I know people say that a lot, like, I've only heard great things, but no, seriously, like, I've only heard great things about Pacific Rim, and I'm dying to watch it, so. So, yeah. yeah. Well, the good thing is, you can watch it right now, after this this call, after the show. Movie? I'm gonna watch yeah, it right now. go watch it right after, <laughs> and then you can Got watch it. the the, watch live. the Pacific Rim int- title sequence that they made. This guy made it in anime like form so it's like 80s anime you know that kind of cheesy like like that kind of like weird sounding i can't even come up with it but it's just so great it's so classic it's just so it's simplistic the shapes are like simplified so there's not that much decorative aspect to it but it's great guys so if you do see the movie watch this right after and it'll just make you cry tears of joy it's just so good um the last thing this is just, it's literally me throwing this in there. Rogue Squadron, the Star Wars game from Nintendo 64, is now on Steam, which means I'll be playing it very soon. <laughs> so I just wanted to bring that up because that's one of my favorite games. Have you guys played that yeah, or have seen that? Rogue Squadron. I thought that said Rogue One. I was like here prepping, like, all right, I'm going to talk about Rogue One. No, no, no. Well, it's, out with the they're definitely, they're definitely like, oh. putting that in there because of the movie, by the way. And I sort of wish I I wish they made a game like this for the movie, because that game was so fun when I remember when I when I played it. It actually feels like you're in the movie, unlike any other game out there. Every other Uh, game out there tries to do its own thing with it. Ricky and I talk about the best movie all the time. It was the first game that came up for the N64. And I don't remember the name. I'm going to look it up right now. So it must not be that great. then. But can we all play like can we play together? 
Do it. I'm sure there's ways we can use it on N64. Let's live emulate stream it. us playing the game. We can emulate that easily. Here yeah. it is. Shadows of the Empire. This oh, no, no. Shadows of the Look, I love Shadows of the Empire. That Not only, game was so good, man. Now, look, although it was good, it was horrible. I'm so excited. It was really bad. I remember very clearly, like, being no, killed by... by it, it had a horror aspect you to it. through Hoth, and you had to, like... Actually, trip the ATATs. No, no, that's what I'm saying. It's this. It's you get this. Do pretty much the same thing on Rogue Squadron, Uh, but it's one of those games that once you play it again, you realize how bad it was. You know what I mean? I loved it. Don't get me wrong. No, but don't, don't it's like dreams. Superman on Nintendo 64. There's people who are like, oh, I remember oh that game. God, that game was so good. <laughs> See what I mean? That that, that game is literally game. known for know. how bad it is. Or was like my childhood. You can't, yeah, nostalgia kind of like overrides like. Easily. I just yeah. don't even want to see Realizing something sucks. Like, I used to no. be a diehard Beast Wars fan, uh, which is a Transformers series for those of you who don't know. And I was like obsessed growing up, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna download the, all the seasons, and I'm gonna rewatch them. I watched ten minutes, if that, and I was like, what am I watching? It's so bad. I'm telling you, that's so what it I is, just, man. I just couldn't do it. I you just, gotta leave it in the back of your mind and use that so as the only way of looking back at mind. it. It wasn't like funny bad though. Like, it was really cheesy, corny, terrible, bad. Like all the animations are just like blocky and like. <laughs> Oh, it was horrible. It was so bad. It sounds so, I just way. I just turned it off and said, you know what? We're just going to leave that in my memory. And That's what you have to do, yeah. I can it's like, still I... go back and watch, like, Sailor Moon, and I think it's the best thing ever. Like, I, yeah, but I don't know. I, I went know. back to my Game Boy Advanced. <laughs> I opened up my Game Boy Advanced, like, in a box, and I, I was like, you know what? Let me start playing the games, because I had such fond memories with it. As soon as I turned it on after charging it for, like, an hour or whatever, the batteries... I realized there was no backlighting on it, so I couldn't see it. Yep. I turned it off. It's that back in the box. So, and then I played the emulator on my phone. I used to phone. have that crazy clamp that you'd yeah, like put the clamp on top light. that would like shine a flashlight into yeah, your screen. Yeah, which is light. so archaic if you think back on it. <laughs> All right, so uh, do you guys have anything else for this week? Anything else newsworthy? Newsworthy. You said something about mm. Batman versus Superman, where they had a petition. Oh. Oh yes, that's right. I did. I did say that. Um, so apparently, I don't know. This just in. This just in. I've always wanted to say that. So uh, there's a petition going around um, in reference to getting Zack Snyder off of the Justice League movie. I don't oh, know. Wow. <laughs> don't know how official it is, or whether or not WB or where anybody DC will even look at it. But I signed it. <laughs> and a lot of other people have too and it would seem oh, wow. pretty, pretty clear that nobody wants Zack Snyder to be a part of this universe anymore oh, you know what's weird to me is that I think I, I actually like most of his movies I'm one of the guys that liked Man of Steel but okay. I'm a huge Watchmen fan and I loved the yep. movie some people hate I don't know how I mean as someone who's read the comic too I get it I get Wait, what he did Watchmen is a different I kind of I liked movie, Watchmen and I liked its soundtrack but I didn't like how it it went together I see that well, was my that was what made me feel uncomfortable but I really well. didn't have a problem with the guy I think what happened though is that they pretty much decided to hand him all of the DC universe they said here take all of it and they just crammed <laughs> it in his face and I, I think, you know, what happened with with Star Wars, for example, I think we're going to see a number of directors take on Star Wars. And um, I don't think it's always a negative. You know, some people think, hey, this guy did a great job. Let him keep doing it. There's a few things that come into play that, you know, I, I don't think you need that same director for everything. Um, maybe it's a little bit better to have a different take on on Batman, on Superman. You know what I mean? Because if the same guy does it, you're going to get the same vibe throughout. It's cool for certain things, like for example, I mean, the most recent one I could think of is Nolan. Like Christopher Nolan, like the Batman trilogy was his, and you know that was like start to end his vision of this universe. You know, so that in that sense, it would have been weird to hand it off to a yes, different, different director because I mean that's that's his vision. You know, so yeah. But I don't know that this is Snyder's vision. Uh, this is just I feel like this is just Snyder. Directing. I don't think he I don't think he ever went into it thinking I'm going to direct everything. It's not like his legacy. Like here, this is your project. You know, like it I was think he was just trying to direct it. Yeah, and it was just like you go in, you watch it. It's, it's definitely 
just to make money, have people go and eat popcorn and watch, watch the film. Yeah. And I, you know, with Marvel, for example, that's a huge, that's a ton of movies. You know what I mean? And I will say they all feel like they connect in a weird way, but it's almost, it's like, you know, how you have different characters for every movie. Like you have Ant-Man, you have Thor, you have Guardians of the Galaxy. They're all different, but they sort of feel like they're part, you know, of the same universe. And what's funny is that they're different directors, right? So that works out really well for them. If right now people are having problems with these two movies, the first thing people are going to look at are, are the directors. Yeah. Or maybe, the, actually, no, the writing too, let's be honest. But, but I think writing this is pretty yeah. evident. I think in this case, in this special scenario, like, it was pretty clear, like, what people didn't like about this movie. Like, it wasn't like I didn't like Ben Affleck, so I'm blaming Zack Snyder. You know, like, I felt like the pieces were there, they just weren't put together correctly. It was like having all the puzzle pieces, like, laid on the table, but you just can't find where they fit. So you just kind of yeah. super glue them together. You know, it's just kind of like disjoint, and I, I believe that. You know, that's unfortunately on Snyder, you know? Yeah, yeah of course. And and that, that's what happens. You need someone You need someone to lead, and if it fails, you need someone for that yeah. to fall on. Yeah. I agree. When you're watching the film, you definitely feel like there wasn't – the direction was off. Like, he didn't decide on a, a clear tone, on, like um, – he, he, there was way too much going on. Like, the, the leadership in that movie was <laughs> – the yeah. direction was horrible but like the reason why i'm just so like i feel i actually i'm starting to feel bad for Zack snyder um i heard um han zimmer after this movie just is retiring from superhero oh, yeah. movies so that i don't know just... if it's because of that reason that we think <laughs> but, though i feel like and... it's probably like okay it's been a while He's yeah, like, but it's like it. the worst time to decide to say it to like announce to the world like yeah, like, it's oh. definitely hurting. Yeah, not the it's industry, hurting the Superman, um, Batman versus Superman image further. Yeah, it definitely. And without touching too much on it, because I know we're going to do a separate segment for this movie, but then like a few days later, you release a deleted scene. Like I've never heard of that in my life to, to see a deleted scene for a movie that came out like two days before, and it looks pretty relevant to me. Like it's, yeah. I mean, it's there was a major that, character. Like, yeah, it was like, okay, this is like, it wasn't like Clark Kent tying his shoes. It was like, this is important. <laughs> like, why is this? Trust me. Now, that aside, we can also talk about the fact that they talked about the Blu ray release already. <laughs> like a day no, before I'm the movie you, came out. The parachute, which was um, the the Lego Batman movie, that's the parachute. And then they're throwing lifesavers too, like, which is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're throwing lifesavers, which is um, the deleted scene and um, everything else. Oh gosh! All right, what so before that? we, I feel bad. Before we cringe to the point of uh, affecting our teeth in a dental way, let's let's call it quits, guys. I think we covered the news. We did our job. We got paid well. Oh yeah. Checks in the mail. Let's just let the crickets go do their thing for a little bit. But, um, you know, thank you so much for joining me, guys. That was a fun, family-packed episode. Thank you for having us. We'll see you soon, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see you guys around. It was a pleasure. Bye, Thanks so much everybody. for watching, guys. And that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. If you want more information on this episode in our panel, check out our show notes or visit us at itcamefromapodcast.com. And while you're there, please feel free to sign up for our newsletter so you can receive the latest info and episodes straight to your inbox. So if you want to watch us, we're on YouTube. And if you want to listen, we're also on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can add our RSS feed to your favorite podcatcher. Now, if you want to follow us, we're on Twitter, Instagram, as well as Facebook and Google+. And finally, if you want to support the podcast and help us out, the best way is to subscribe and share. Word of mouth goes a long way, and we really appreciate it. So see you for the next one.